0: This week in movie news, Oppenheimer dropped a brand new trailer. Superman Legacy castings are heating up, and Willem Dafoe has joined Beetlejuice 2. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to Raiders of the Lost podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. Welcome back to another episode of. Movie news where we go through all of the industry news so you don't have to. Number 99. Next wow. week is 100. Damn. We're going to have to do something special for that episode. We should get like cupcakes or something. Yeah, like for us yeah. too. Like I-, I suggested a big cake. Congratulations on 100 movie news. We should wear suits, yeah, tuxedos. Or maybe, or maybe like, I don't know, like a decorate the set like it's a 100-year birthday or something like that. How do you do that? 100-year like birthday. 100, 100th birthday. Okay, like a like, centennial like birthday. Like some old lady, instead of having to celebrate an old lady's birthday that's turning 100, we celebrate the movie news turning 100. Centurion, centurion birthday. Centurion? Centennial. Centennial. Yeah. Centennial. So you mean centurion like in ancient Rome? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> centurions were kind of like a no, I know, I know what a cinturian. second level yeah, soldier. I Anyways, it's <laughs> not an ancient Rome podcast. <laughs> Let's get to the box office, and of course, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three decimated everybody at the box office this weekend. No surprise there. Pulled in another fifty-three million domestically. Its total is up to three hundred forty-four million dollars globally. Is that domestic actually global? Three forty-four global. Yeah, in what a week, ten total? days. Yeah, that's weird. And we didn't report the box office last week because we were in Austin. And just so you know, it opened its first weekend with 118 million. domestic. So, yeah. Very, very strong opening weekend for Guardians three. Yeah, I, are you sure it's only three to forty four right now? Yeah. Because that was like its opening weekend last week. I'm let me let me sure. I wanna double I'm check pretty that sure. I wanna Anyways, while he checks, I'll I'll do the rest of the box office. Super Mario Brothers is still holding very strong in second place with a healthy thirteen million dollars second uh sixth weekend. Then the book club, the next chapter Opened its week this weekend with a seven million dollar in third place box office. This is the second film in that franchise of old ladies traveling the globe. <laughs> this time they're <laughs> in Rome. <laughs> Evil Dead Rise came in fourth place with four million dollars, and it's at sixty four million globally. Hypnotic debuted this week as well with a very disappointing two point six million dollars. The Ben Affleck Alice Braga film had very little marketing. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think people really were aware of the film. Next up, Are You There, Margaret? Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Came in sixth place in its third weekend with two million. It's doing very well for a low-budget coming-of-age drama. John Wick 4 is still up in the top ten with two two million this weekend. Air had nine hundred thousand, which is very good considering it's now on Amazon Prime. I saw that, and it has grossed eighty-five million globally. So the film has broken even on its budget. So I think Amazon is learning. You know what? That's a hit. We, we could pay for the movie and then make that money back and then still put it on the streamer. That's how you do it. And then people can enjoy the film in theaters like us. And then Dungeons & Dragons came in 10th place with $800,000. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be topping out at this rate. It made ninety-two million dollars domestically and only two hundred million dollars globally, so it does not look like there will be a second film in that franchise. Guardians Three has broken five twenty this weekend. Oh okay, so five twenty yeah. globally. Wow, that number, yeah, that seemed it low. did seem low. Yeah, I wonder where. Like I it found broke, that... it broke three hundred globally yeah. last weekend. I'm pretty sure. I got that stat from Forbes. So well, Forbes, the I think y'all are fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> Forbes, yeah, they listen to us. Yeah. yeah. You never, you never know, man. You never know. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. But before we get into that, we had an awesome trip in Texas. We met Robert Rodriguez, and we posted an excellent 30-minute interview with the filmmaker in our Friday episode. So check that out if you haven't already. It was a really terrific time. All platforms mm-hmm. for his new film, Hypnotic. And his two sons were there, too, Rebel and Racer, and they yeah. helped make his movies. It was a really cool experience to go down to his massive freaking movie studio. It was great. But, yeah, check that out. We got a new Oppenheimer trailer this week. It was over three minutes long. I have not watched it. I'm waiting until I see it in theaters, if I see the trailer. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch it at all. I watched it. Personally, how's it look? It's fantastic. It's really sensational, and it's more character, and you get more of Oppenheimer, the, the, the man in this trailer. Really sensational stuff, and it made me even more excited for it. I'm trying to go in as blind as possible. But speaking of Killian Murphy, who is Oppenheimer... My man was on the cover of Rolling Stone making this magazine cool and relevant again temporarily. Yeah, he looks great. It was a good, co- was a good cover story. Yeah, and great, he's been great doing rounds with interviews. And he's been just lots of great sound bites of him talking about Christopher Nolan and how he's like so giddy and excited to finally be a lead character in a Christopher Nolan movie. This is the seventh time they've worked together. Sixth yeah, time they've worked together. He's been in six movies Okay, so, so far. seventh film he's going to be in. He's had some decent-sized roles, of course. I mean, you could probably argue that maybe Inception and Batman Begins are his biggest roles for for him. I would say Inception is his most prominent role in a Nolan movie. He's pretty big in Batman Begins, too. Yeah, but he has a lot of screen time in Inception. But to finally get him as the lead in a Nolan movie, it's something that they both wanted to happen. Just, you know, it didn't work out until this point because, you know, he doesn't fit every mold for all the characters that Nolan creates for his leads, and it just finally worked out. And it's super exciting. Yeah, I'm ec- uh, ecstatic for this movie and this trailer just compounded that and the interview is really cool. It's in Rolling Stone. It's, uh, they, both, they interview both actor and filmmaker. Nolan did an interview in another magazine talking about how he's always loved working with Killian and he was just w- searching for the right role for him to be a lead in one of his films and this was it and it just was like a match made in heaven for actor director yeah ready is so excited to finally call Killian and offer him a lead role he was like so excited about Aww. it Ah, oh, these two guys Aww. these two That's guys so sweet. let's move on to some other stuff Yorgos Lanthimos has released the first trailer for his upcoming film Poor Things starring Emma Stone Willem Dafoe and Mark Ruffalo, and it looks fantastic. It's based on a novel, but it's kind of like a Frankenstein-esque kind of story where a woman is reanimated after death, and it looks extremely surrealist, incredible production design. We don't know anything about the film at all. It was just a teaser, but it looks like, like a really like true-to-form your ghost movie, just given a budget. Yeah, I love the character design of Emma Stone. There's been set photos being leaked the last couple of weeks of her with that really dark hair and just like, just like looks kind of like a ghost in a way. Just like mm-hmm. so pale with the dark hair. Really great design. But like this teaser blew my mind because it's unlike anything he's ever done before. It's kind of like when you saw the trailer for Bo is Afraid for the first time from Mari Oster. And then with this, just like the production is so massive. Obviously, the favorite was a huge production for him when he did that, starring Emma Stone as well. But then, I mean, you go back to the lobster, dog tooth, and. In, in, killing of a sacred deer what he does with tone is he makes a surrealist tone of the movies but now to see an aesthetic surrealism visualization with his film and storytelling is really fascinating for me because i think he's such an incredible filmmaker he's he's one of our favorites and we got we were talking about it the other day we got to do an episode on Lord Yorgos Lanthimos <laughs> absolutely but like that's absolutely. what i love about this trailer it's just like the surrealist tone is now just aesthetically shown in this new movie and i cannot wait super excited man i love the guy yeah he's great no one makes movies like him Facts, man. Facts, bro. All I hear are facts. Nothing but the truth. No cap. All right. Speaking of SPAC, facts. Let's get into <laughs> let's, get, let's get into speculation. <laughs> the opposite of a fact. Let's, let's speculate. Superman <laughs> Superman legacy has erupted with casting rumors for both the role for the roles of Lois Lane, Cal L Superman, and Lex Luthor. There are a few front runners. Uh, David Cornsweat is supposedly the front runner for Superman. I fucking and, called this man. Yeah, from I saw. Pearl. He's I in saw Pearl. Pearl. For the first he's time the a month ago. Then afterwards, and when I was when I was watching, it, Anthony was walking by the TV. I'm like, dude, this guy. He looks like fucking Clark Kent. Yeah, he's he, he it's looks a perfect like a, casting yeah. if they do it. Yeah, he's got a he's a very good actor too. He did good in that. I'd never seen him in anything else. This was the first time I saw him in a film. He did a terrific job in that. Nicholas Holt is in the running for Lex Luthor. And then Emma Mackey is in the running for Lois Lane. Also, Rachel Brosnahan from Marvelous Miss Maisel is up in the running as well. Emma Mackey, she was in Knives Out, Glass Onion, right? No. Oh, no. She, w- she was in the Kenneth on Death on the Nile. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. The other murder mystery. But she's also in the, um, that, that sex teen show. Um, what are you watching? No, it's very popular <laughs> with the Ender's Game Kid. With the Ender's Game Kid. Um, <laughs> so hold on. Sex Ed. Sex <laughs> gotcha. Ed. Sex Ed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he typed po into his browser <laughs> po
0: it auto filled the rest oh i don't know what that does <laughs> no. wait po in my in my what over your head it's okay <laughs> i don't even know what that means you know when you type like a, a browser link in it fills in the rest for sure. you so like p o r oh <laughs> got it got it got it real funny man <laughs> i'm excited um you know guardians of the galaxy volume 3 was a really solid movie but i think james gunn's a terrific filmmaker superman legacy i I think people are really excited about this you know if it can really restart the dcu like they're promising it will be really exciting so we'll see but i think so far the casting's shaping up in the right direction keep it young and hot exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) I mean, I thought Nicholas Holt would have been a great option for Superman, too. This poor guy has just missed out on Superman. He'll never be the guy. He's missed out on Batman. He's missed out on Mission Impossible. He's always second place. I feel so bad I'll for never, him, man. I guess he'll just never be the guy. I mean, Lex Luthor's a cool role. I'm sure if he gets it, they'll do something really interesting. But, man, that guy. In, a, in another reality, Nicholas Holt is literally freaking Batman or something. Maybe, yeah. Probably. In your fantasy. I, I'm not saying it's a fantasy. I'm just saying this poor guy. <laughs> like it's, just, if He's it, a millionaire, man. If, just... It's- if a millionaire. Lee's, if Jet Li's the one was true, there's another dimension where Nicholas Holt is Superman. Guy gets paid millions of dollars to make believe, all right? He's, doing, he's living a pretty good life, all right? I don't know. <laughs> you don't it, have to what, feel too bad what for What kind him. of life is it to live when you come in second place to every big role? Come on, man. <laughs> He's, I think he's pretty, pretty satisfied. He's probably pretty happy. <laughs> he's a really terrific actor. We're big fans of his. Moving on. To, we got a, some more new Mission Impossible photos. Last week, we got Tom fighting on top of a train. This time, we got him and Rebecca Ferguson running around Venice, Italy. Cannot wait. This whole film looks incredible. Yeah, and the big piazza in the big square with uh, some John Wick lighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Yeah, I can't wait. Venice is a really f- cool city and to see action scenes filmed there. It's going to be very exciting. They got a lot of movies going there. Yeah, this is Fast X. Is it's so there. hot right now. Yeah, well, speaking... So hot. Well, they're in Rome in Fast X. I don't think they go to Venice. I meant just, they might. I yeah. meant just Italy in gotcha. general. Oh, yeah. Italy's on fire right now. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful country. Yeah. Great for filming. But, I mean, I mean, we also had... Freaking Bond was there. So, but Fast, Equalizer. Yeah. yeah, Equalizer's there this year. But Fast X, speaking of that, we'll skip ahead because we're on the topic. We got word. This movie's coming out uh, next week. We're going to see it on Monday. We're going to, like, a really cool, like... Tuner Party is what they call it. So I'm guessing there's going to be some sick-ass rides there. Some cars. You're going to have to change the oil on a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's part of the party. Yeah. Change the oil <laughs> on a Subaru. <laughs> um, so we're going to see it on Monday. This is the 10th Fast and Furious movie. And it's also the first in a trilogy of a conclusion ...to the franchise that we to, think... So, f- conclusion, co- quotation marks. Conclusion, because if they keep making a bill, there ain't going to be a conclusion. So, yet. it's going to be... There's going to be 12 uh, Fast and Furious movies within the next few years. it will yeah. be 12 of them. And 12. then... I mean, it's not the end. They're just going to do spin-offs with um, like their kids and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the other characters. I think... um Yeah, it seems like the Fast franchise will just constantly be... Uh, in our lives forever. <laughs> Vin it's Diesel. like it's like Bond. It's become like Bond's become like uh, superheroes, uh, like Spider Man. Like I think that for the rest of time, there'll always be fast movies. Vin Diesel's gonna be like eighty nine, <laughs> old and wrinkly. You know, there's gonna be like Fast and Furious thirty, where he's eighty two years he's old. He's gonna be driving one last a, ride, driving a golf cart, golf cart around the retirement <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, apparently it's getting some good uh, word of mouth from people who have seen the film and Jason Momoa is apparently a highlight of the film. And also I believe The Rock's back. Dwayne, I mean Dwayne Johnson. Spoilers. What's not is reported. Spoilers. It's rep- I saw it everywhere today. Spoilers. They spoiled it themselves. Yeah, is yeah, I didn't read that. I saw he that on Instagram. He's back. Yeah. He's, He's back. back. I'm back. I guess they uh they made up Apparently. Him I mean, and, uh, him and Tyrese, right? You know what really helps to make up? A fat check. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne, um, $5 million for two days of work. All right, I'm there. Make it six. <laughs> <laughs> Bring my gym. It was uh, The feud was with Tyrese, right? I think it was like kind of like a triple feud. Yeah, him, and Tyrese, and Vin Diesel? I haven't seen a Fast and Furious movie since the fifth one, so I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I know some of the drama is involved. I think it's Vin and Dwayne uh-huh. had drama. I believe. I thought it was Tyrese and, and Dwayne, and then Vin took his took Tyrese's back because they're they're, they're they go way Maybe. back. Maybe I think just Dwayne just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but also like he was he was like third fiddle when he joined. Yeah. He was never gonna be number one. Yeah, it was like um why well, a like, love triangle drama. Also, I think he's, he's like you know I gotta be the lead in my movies, yeah. and if I if I'm in the Fast franchise, I'm like fourth build. He's Dwayne, yeah, he's, he's the rock, so he's gonna do his own thing. Moving on. Drama. Some really interesting news. So we all know Beetlejuice 2 is going into production this year. We all know that Michael Keaton's coming back. Tim Burton's coming back. Jenna Ortega has been cast as Winona Ryder's daughter. But also, Monica Bellucci has just been cast, as well as Willem Dafoe has just been cast. And I believe the reports are that Willem Dafoe will be playing an afterlife cop or afterlife like, officer. Mm-hmm. And Monica Bellucci will be playing Boudicus's wife. Oh, yeah. interesting. Did you know Tim Burton's been dating Monica Bellucci for 4 years? My man. Secretly? My man. Like living my dream, man. Damn. Oh my god, that's pretty cool. <laughs> He's Oh man. But someone I saw online, someone said he continued his tradition of Putting his girlfriends in his movies—a <laughs> <laughs> timeless Tim Burton tradition. <laughs> That's why, like, people are really upset about James Gunn and his wife being I in mean, all his she movies. She had two lines. I know. Who it's, cares? It's literally, literally, like, cameo. But Seriously. like, directors have been doing it forever. Oh my! She had two lines. And Helena Bottom Carter is in like every Tim Burton movie. My God! Like, who cares? Her <laughs> role in that movie in Guardians of the Galaxy is like, yeah, like five lines total, tops. Like three shots. I think it's cute. It's, he's the fucking director. He can do whatever Fan, he family wants. Business. He can do what he wants. Nobody whatever. Deal. Whatever. Whatever. She's fine. She's Jeez, good actor. She's Louise, man. Just let her say some lines. Who I, cares? I feel like the internet, people just get so envious and they they have to lash out. How dare he cast his friends, his brother, and his wife in his movie? Ah! Make her own fucking movie. Ah, she's in the movie. I would do the same shit if I was the director. I'd put, like, my friends in, and yeah. in, in, in people I work with a lot in the movies. And she was not, she's not, like, the lead of the movie. It's not like, she, it's not like she's Gamora. She's one scene. Yeah. yeah. She didn't cast her as Peter Quill. Yeah. Patricia Quill. She's fucking a telecommunications person. She says two lines. She's that's a te- it. She's a terrible security guard. Yeah. She, like, yeah. came, like, all the video feeds are just like, just look right there, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah She's pretty terrible at her job. <laughs> no, everything's fine. The character, not her. She's a great. Yeah, be careful. The character, Someone's gonna cancel the character. Us. <laughs> oh she God. missed the, the security footage. Someone's gonna destroy us on TikTok uh-huh. now. <laughs> God forbid you cr- criticize a character in a movie, <laughs> fictionally written by somebody, played by another human. <laughs> human. All right, let's get into some <laughs> We're getting Disney. Salty and spicy today. Yeah, let's get into some Disney stuff. So Disney's making even bigger changes. They had a terrible second quarter where they first dropped quarter. It's the first quarter of 2023 where. They dropped 40 mil- 4 million subscribers. And they dropped 2.5 million subscribers fourth quarter in 2022. So they're ha- they are just losing. They're falling off a cliff in terms of subscribers. And, and on, so, real quick context. Most of the subscribers are international that they lost. Uh, I would say, I think I read about like 500,000 are United States. Okay. That's still a lot. It's a lot, yeah. 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 It's a, you don't want any losses. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still almost a million. <laughs> so Iger did a ton of press this past week talking. He did. A, they did a... Uh, investor meeting. Um, He's basically said that they're committing 30% of their budget to sports, ESPN, and ABC. They're also going to be making less content in terms of television for Disney+. Plus, and they will be purging some content. So shows or TV movies or movies that are underperforming, they're just going to take off the app of Disney+. Plus. They want to really uh, make it a place that's a better curated medium for their programming, so I think that a bunch of the recent shows that may have been performing poorly might be not even available on Disney Plus soon, so we won't know what exactly is going to be axed until it actually happens, but they are going to be purging some of their content and locking it basically in the Disney vault for the end of time, so they're going to be making big changes to that, and also Hulu. Hulu's going to be making less content, less TV shows, and be more focused on sports as well, so 30%. Of 2023 and moving forward, they're going to be hitting sports very hard. Disney owns Hulu, in case you didn't know. And they own ESPN. So they own a ton of sports networks and ABC. And, I mean, I guess this is the right decision, but it it proves a lot of, I think, the decisions they were making were just lighting money on fire. (laughs) And uh, people were not really digesting everything they were making. And the thing with sports... They don't have to worry about writing anything and producing anything. Yeah. Really, they are just show up. They're just filming it. <laughs> like, hey, we got some. kids. Hey, just bring some kids over there with cameras. Yeah, where can we? Get, where can we put these? Uh, where's Troy Aikman? Go say some shit over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, the sports world—it's already a well-oiled, established machine. You—it's know, already the equipment's there, the sets are there. It's just the same thing, and all you do is film them, and that's it. Like, no it's obviously work. complex. Yeah, like, yeah No, up. I'm just saying. But yeah. it's not like you're not you're not building a new set. Writing you're not writing story. a whole new world. You're yeah. not casting actors. You're not putting together teams for production. Like that's already done on those outlets. Like it's already done. Yeah, you just have some some lady on the field with a microphone. You're good. Yeah, that's it. It's it's easy, yeah. easy money. It makes sense. But man, they are taking a nosedive. Yeah, yeah. Whew. thirty. Yeah, that's crazy. Thirty uh, percent. They're going towards sports. That's wild. That's very wild. Let's move on to some really cool news. Old boy Park Chan Wook's film that we adore and we always recommend and bring up a lot is getting its 20th anniversary re-release in theaters in the United States. From this is what I'm aware of is August 18th. I'm not sure about where else it'll be released. I just know that United States is August 18th. I believe they did a re-release in Australia last year that someone told us about. Mm-hmm. So we are ecstatic about this, and you can bet your butts that we'll be doing an episode. But we highly, highly recommend you going to see Old Boy in theaters if you can. It's going to be an incredible experience, especially if you've never seen the movie. But in general, I cannot wait for this. Don't watch the American one. Yeah. Don't, don't watch it. Don't watch the American version. Just If you've never seen it, I would just hold out until August 18th. It, it'll be incredible. It's going to blow your mind. And I'm ecstatic. It's getting distributed by Neon, so they have the distribution rights to Old Boy. Which they've been making a bunch and distributing a bunch of cool movies the last several years. Lots of cool Lots movies, of cool movies. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Johnny Depp is directing a film for the first time since 1997. And Al Pacino, his old buddy, has been cast in the lead role. They worked together, obviously, on Donnie Brasco and formed a very close bond. So, and I can't wait. Johnny's actually directed before. Mm-hmm. In 1997, he directed a feature-length film. Nobody saw it. He's directed some videos yeah. and music videos here and there throughout his career. But this is going to be called Modi, and it's a biopic of Italian artist Amadeo Modigliani, which will be led by Italian star Riccardo Scamarchio and actor Pierre Nini. and also, like he said, Al Pacino will be in it. Nice. Nice, dude. It's pretty crazy. Nice. I think Johnny's just like, fuck, fuck it. it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck Hollywood. What else we got? What else we got? The, the Flash. Flash. We got some new images yeah, of The Flash. Memories. It was a shot of... Barry, and as well as Supergirl, there, and then another image of. Hold on, let me. I have it right here. Let me pull it up. Can't wait. Quick. I can't wait. You get that he's ecstatic. <laughs> he is. He is frothing at the lips to hear about this new Flash image, which is on the Instagram. Where'd it go? Did wow. You, did you take it down? Oh yeah, I took it. Only got ninety likes in a day. It did not perform well. Well, I can't break. It was the It was the shot of his the chest plate. The chest plate. Yeah. So, the bat suit. Yeah. Michael Keaton's bat suit yes. painted with the red, red and yeah. yellow lightning bolt symbol. I had to take it down, bro. It got 94 likes. It's pretty weak. It's pretty weak. That's weak it's sauce. pretty weak sauce. Hey, man. everyone. We need to bump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Well, I mean, I didn't post it. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I Call think it was more of a story post Call rather than, out. Rather than a, it a we needed content it was more of a story post than a than a profile I, post I needed to put something up Huh? It, was, it was a nice try, man. It was a nice try. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Anthony, Mr. S- social Media Savvy over here. He's hey, I've, I've, I've learned some stuff, He's the man. king of social media now, guys. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Before, he used be like, wait, so you could actually share something to a story? <laughs> hey, man. People learn, man. Didn't I teach you something People like that evolve. like like three months ago? You you didn't know you could do that? I did not know you could share a, a post, post into a story. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, looked, <laughs> I think at the beginning of this year. I, I looked at you like you were high. I was like... What I was like, oh, I didn't know you. did How you long you been using Instagram for? It? Long enough. <laughs> long enough to yeah, I should know that. Next up, my big fat Greek wedding has a third film, and they just released the trailer. They are going to Greece. Finally, going to the to the motherland, and it looks like it looks like a lot of fun. It's just a charming third movie in this tri- franchise. It's just about family and laughs and Windex. It, yeah, it looks it looks great. Jamie Foxx update, so he's been in the hospital for several weeks now, and there's been a lot of kind of unreliable reporting about it, lots of rumors, we're not sure exactly what happened, at first there was a rumor of him having a stroke, or maybe a potential heart attack, but I don't know exactly what he was in the hospital for. Yeah, it hasn't been confirmed. But I saw a bunch of reports the last couple of days saying that his family's preparing for the worst, like there was a, this was a headline that was running on Instagram, Twitter, on news outlets everywhere, like... Assuming that Jamie Foxx is going to pass away. But then his family came out yesterday, and they're like, he's recovering really well, and he's getting up and even moving around and stuff. So he, well, yeah, it's just another case of clickbait. Yeah, exactly. There's so media headlines to get you to click. So thank goodness Jamie Foxx is a national treasure, super talented guy. We love him, and it's great to hear that he's recovering from whatever put him in the hospital. And I think they said that they're going to post some kind of video this week coming up, mm. probably an announcement to say that he's – He's getting back to to full strength eventually, and that he's obviously probably getting back to his career pretty soon too. That's great news. Yeah, and I'm just curious what it was what put him in the hospital. Man, I can't stand the fucking media sometimes, man. Same, dude, like to run preparing for the worst to run those headlines, but then also uh, Denzel was doing press for Equalizer three oh, on the carpet on the carpet, and like the literally the day the news dropped, someone asked him like, "Hey, Jamie Foxx is in the hospital. He, and he he's like in terrible shape. What do you think about that?" And they're good old friends. And was like, how do you answer that? Get your hands get off <laughs> me. <man. laughs> get your hands off. Like, how dare you ask him that? Like, just so, so you can get a fucking clip, so you can get more views on your video. It's insane. Like, Jesus, man. Do people have any morals anymore in the media? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, I remember seeing one of McConaughey was on a red carpet. And it yeah. was, like, hours before Sam Shepard passed away, the, the playwright writer, actor. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it was literally that day. And yeah. Kane, they're friends. They were in mud together, and and he looked up to him. He had no idea, and he's learning on the spot. And there's a camera in, his, I mean, a camera in his face and a microphone in his mouth. What do you think about Sam Shepard dying two hours ago? And like he yeah. handled it really well. Yeah, because he's he's a smart guy, and you, you know what he did? He took a he took a beat. And he, st- he stood there for like five seconds to think it, what what he was going to say. Yeah, but you know he didn't want to be asked that. Absolutely not. But it's just like, oh, we got a great clip. We can get a great headline Yeah, from this. It's, uh, I can't stand it, man. Like, how can you ask someone that? It's really and With a camera in their face. Jeez, man. Fucking media. Fucking. Preparing for the worst. Preparing for the worst. Just so you can get more traffic to your website. Some likes and shares. Unreal, man. That's what it's all about. Unreal. We need to share that. We don't share stuff like that. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Fuck Mm-mm. them. <laughs> We're only facts here. Yeah, Sometimes we sometimes. Get, get shit wrong. <laughs> Speculation sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, here's a fact. Air on Prime. That's a fact. Yeah, we talked about it earlier, too. So we love the film. And if you haven't seen it, check it out on Prime. That's my movie recommendation for the week. Air, Amazon Prime, get on that. Still my top three of the year. Yeah, same. It I might love be, it. it. It's like my one or two, I think, right I, now. Yeah, still. it's so good. It's so funny. And it's a terrifically made film. Excellent cast. So definitely check that out. Blackberry, the movie is that's not what it's called. It's just called Blackberry. (laughs) No, I said Black. I took a beat, like my man McConaughey. (laughs) Blackberry, which is a movie, that's not the title. Just called Blackberry. You just say bango. You just say bango. It has opened to excellent critic and audience acclaim. Ninety-eight percent Ron Tomatoes uh, critic score. Ninety-four percent audience score. It's about the creation of the BlackBerry cell phone, which took the world by storm for just a couple of years, yeah. especially people in the corporate. It culture. It had a good like three year run. I remember, wh- I remember when we were like probably like middle school when, yeah. when it came out, and like I remember there were kids with blackberries. I'm like, what the fuck do you have a blackberry yeah. for? Who are you talking to? What do you need to who email for? Who are you emailing? Blackberry was specifically designed for people who emailed a lot. Yeah, so corporate for culture. like like when when young people had blackberries, it was just like, what do you have a blackberry for? So I'm curious about this movie, especially because the great reviews. I'm just like. A little worn out, not just only obviously from all the legacy reboots and reboots and everything, but also just like the true story of how The first well, I mean, chair was yeah, made. We, yeah, we just <laughs> we got an uber-origin story. The first pickle. Yeah. Who, who invented the pickle? The untold true story. Or did you see the other- Of mustard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's funny you say that. Did you see the other origin trailer? Oh, yeah, the Cheetos. Flaming Hot Cheetos yeah, yeah. Origins. Yeah. yeah, another origins. like- it, I love Flaming Hot Cheetos, <laughs> but it's like- it's only reboots and sequels in True Life Origins. Untold stories of <laughs> who made the first rug. <laughs> it's like, don't so give him an idea. There's going to be an IKEA Origins trailer next year, man. <laughs> IKEA Origins. I know, but I do, Flaming Hot Cheetos is my favorite snack. So, I mean, I might just watch that. Cause, cause <laughs> it I'm, looks fine. It looks funny. Yeah. But uh, the Blackberry one, it stars Jay Shell and Glenn Howerton. Pretty interesting choice for casting. They're both good actors and I've never I haven't really seen Glenn in a movie as like a leading role like this or or prominent role I like yeah, yeah, dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. He did some stuff Tons in the makeup he too. Did, yeah, he did some stuff I think years ago, a couple of dramatic things. Um he was in uh um, The movie. Strangers. Yeah. He's in The Strangers. Not a big role, but he's No, in. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Anyways, I remember (laughs) let us make them remember I remember you used to dance (laughs) (laughs) ah nice one some things never change (laughs) some things do change oh Morpheus (laughs) alright this next one's a good one So (laughs) so Daisy Ridley has just been cast in a new film called Cleaner this is from director Martin Campbell. <laughs> let, me, let me say it. So Martin Campbell is actually a, a very experienced director. He made a couple of the Pierce Brosnan and Bond movies as well as Casino Royale. And then uh, Green Hornet and a bunch of other movies. I believe he did Green Lantern as well. He did do Green Lantern, yes. And so... I'm sorry, Michael Gondry made Green Hornet. I got those mixed up because of the green in the title. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> he, made, he made Green Room too, right? No, he did not. <laughs> Shut up. <man. laughs> so this is, a, this is basically a Die Hard-esque action thr- thriller. So Daisy Ridley will be playing a window cleaner <laughs> <laughs> named Joey Locke, who is going to battle a bunch of eco-terrorists who hold a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, an energy company's corporate gala hostage. So she's gonna start. She's gonna battle the terrorists while simultaneously revealing the true nature of the of the um the corporate moguls. <laughs> and she's gonna be cleaning windows. Yeah. So is it like in a skyscraper? Or is she like so it's on the Shard, which is the tallest skyscraper in Western Europe. It's that very large glass paned Super pointy, like skyscraper in London, not the round one that looks like a you know, like the golden egg from Harry Potter. Yeah. But like the very tall one. It's gonna be on that this summer. Joey Locke was <laughs> like, just cleaning the windows. It sounds of like the, the char- It sounds like a character name of like a spoof, like you're Joey saying. Locke is cleaning the windows when all of a sudden eco terrorists take over the corporate gala. I'm sorry, I, for- I forgot to mention she's an ex-soldier turned window cleaner. Ex Joey Locke. <laughs> Used to be a soldier. Now she's cleaning windows. <laughs> the one day, eco terrorists bust into the gala of sh- Shell Corporation. Basically, and now she has to kill the terrorists <laughs> and then reveal the conspiracies of the eco destroyers. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> Cleaner. Who's <laughs> this <is> made for? <laughs> it's made for like the fourteen-year-olds. <laughs> they're not even going to see it because there's no I streamer. know this is a funny yeah. thing there's yeah. no way this comes out in theaters I'm sorry this is a streamer I don't think it's a streamer I think this will come out in theaters I don't know well actually it's, there's no distribution yet they're selling it at Cannes right now so they're Daisy Ridley and Martin Campbell and the producers are selling it at Cannes just pitching it yeah cool man <laughs> cleaner <laughs> we need to, ready here's the here's the tagline for the movie we need to make this world cleaner <laughs> 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 We're not saying we I mean climate change is a thing, but I mean this it's silly. I know, it's, it's just it's I'm just making fun of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I just don't want people to think that you're like yeah. Oh yeah, it's just yeah, funny. Yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> oh my god. Die hard. <laughs> no, what's what would it? um Unalived Hard <laughs> Bruce Willis returns in Unalived Hard six. <laughs> <laughs> this time he's fighting disinformation <laughs> he's gonna have to unalive several terrorists and tech companies <laughs> i'm sorry i can't i can't with fucking modern social media man <laughs> Unalived. all right let's move on to uh shia labeouf has a new film called padre pio he is it's a true story of a world war one priest it's hitting theaters in June 2nd. Oh, right. I remember hearing about this like a couple yeah, months they do, ago. Yeah, they released a trailer, yeah. It looks pretty good. Cool. Looks pretty good. Next up, The Walking Dead Dead City released its first trailer featuring stars Laura Cohen and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and they are tackling Manhattan. So all fans of the franchise. This is a a off show? Spinoff, or? yep. All right, cool. Yeah, okay. so um, uh, what's Lauren Cohen's name in that movie? Maggie? I think so. Maggie. So Maggie has a son. He was kidnapped by raiders from Manhattan, so she's on a journey to Manhattan with Negan to find her son. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Last bit of news is the Flamin' Hut Cheetos <laughs> origin so- story. We talked about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talked about yeah. it. Directed by Ava Longoria, and Anthony's super excited about that. It looks cool. I love Flamin' Hut Cheetos, it's man. Fun. It's a great, uh, It was a great snack, man. Yeah. I, it's, mean, it's it's a, I think it's the... I mean, whenever I think about it, my mouth waters... Flaming same. I'm, I'm salivating right now. Yeah. I haven't had them in a while. Dude, they're so good. I mean, I didn't know what... You know what Takis are? Yep. T-A-K-I-S. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know what a Takis were until we moved to California. Yeah, yeah. They don't sell them in Massachusetts. They're pretty comparable to, like, a spicy snack like <laughs> Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but I think Flamin' Hot Cheetos are better. Takis can be pretty hot after a while. Like... Yeah. They, they get you, man. They get you going. Yeah. You, better, you better wash your hands quick because that stuff stays on you for so long and if you touch your eye by accident, you're done. <laughs> Talk to you later. Talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) This is a silly movie news. We're going to have to do something. Joey Locke. Joey Locke (laughs) is cleaning windows. And eating doggies. (laughs) (laughs) Getting red finger stains all over her windows. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, but who came up with that idea? (laughs) She's cleaning windows on a skyscraper. (laughs) Joey Locke. (laughs) Just make her like a cop or something. I understand the window cleaner thing. I really don't. So that she can get a, a voyeuristic point of view. Oh, I get it. I get it. Because yeah. usually people are in air ducts, but now she's outside this building. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, man. Laura. Allora. Maybe it'll be the best movie of the year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I love Daisy Ridley, but... Hey, man. We'll, we'll wait to see a trailer. Mm. See if it gets picked up. Mm. But um, that wraps movie news number 99. If you have any ideas of what we should do... For something special for Movie News 100 next week, let us know. We're open for ideas. Maybe we should dress up like news anchors. That would be pretty fun. Yeah. And just report the news like mm-hmm. that. Oh, That's a good idea. Yeah. We got a green screen thing we can use. Yeah. Yeah. We can. even Like can, green screen a desk. Yeah. We can do something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Put, put something together. All right. I like that. Get some fake mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in uh-huh. to Movie News this week upcoming episodes we have tomorrow we're doing movies from memory a new episode on this great segment that we love doing this time we're doing the dark Knight, which was such a blast thursday zodiac david fincher's brilliant film from 2007 based on the real life murderer who terrorized the san francisco bay area in the 1960s and 70s if you haven't seen that movie in a while give it a revisit because we spent two and a half hours talking about it great episode absolute blast and will figure some other stuff out to put in there. And, of course, Patreon. Y'all get the weekly chat on Wednesday in that bonus episode as well. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast and sign up today. Get all that bonus content every week. But thank you so much for tuning in around the world. I'll talk to you soon. See you next time.